Time now for Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Now, here's your host, Agri-News Director, Jim Smalley. A weather and crop analyst with Canada says this week's storm will have little impact on the outlook for spring flooding in southeastern Saskatchewan. According to the latest report from the Water Security Agency, the majority of the province is looking at a near-normal spring runoff, with the exception of southeastern Saskatchewan and southwest of Hudson Bay, where above-normal flows are expected. The agency says this week's snowstorm will add slightly to these areas, but is not expected to have a major impact. Bruce Burnett is G3 Canada's weather and crop specialist. He agrees with the agency's assessment. Especially uh, impacting the uh, seeding situation, uh, uh, those winds which were uh, uh, quite uh, strong for two to three days uh, did blow a lot of the snow off the field. So really the snowpack on the fields themselves haven't, uh, hasn't changed much. Uh, of course, that doesn't matter as much for uh, river flooding, but certainly... Uh, in terms of keeping uh, the uh, soils uh, fairly uh, bare for uh, spring seeding and and, uh, when we start to see uh, temperatures improve next week here and and see see, uh, melting occur again, uh, that will be uh, help out uh, in terms of our outlook for the seeding of the spring crop. Yeah, soil moisture looks pretty good then for most of the province? Oh, in terms of most of the prairies and certainly most of Saskatchewan, the soil moisture levels are... uh, are very good. Uh, in fact, uh, the biggest concern I think are is still this excessive uh, moisture that we've had in some areas, especially uh, in uh, across uh, parts of the province. There's uh, still super saturated, saturated soils. So uh, any of this winter precipitation is going to have to find its way uh, into the streams and rivers, which is a, a little bit negative in terms of the flood forecast, uh, flood forecasting. But certainly in terms of stored soil moisture, there's uh, very good supplies uh, across uh, most of the prairies and certainly in Saskatchewan as well. The USDA released the latest uh, agricultural supply demand report yesterday. Were there any surprises in the report to affect markets for farmers in Western Canada? Well, certainly the number that we look at from uh, the USDA uh, this time of year uh, in Western Canada is uh, looking at the wheat numbers uh, globally and what they're doing with that. They did increase the the wheat production uh, as uh, and as a consequence increased the carryout. Not very much, uh, just a bit over a million tons, uh, I do believe, but certainly pushed it up to uh, the projected carryout at the end of uh, June of this year. Uh, basically, or at the beginning of June this year in uh, in the 250 million ton range, which is a very, very uh, large amount of stocks for wheat. So really wasn't friendly to the wheat market. They did reduce the carryout of U.S. spring wheat by about 8 million bushels. So, so that may be slightly uh, better news there on the spring wheat front. But uh, realistically, these large stocks are still going to impact prices uh, here in Western Canada. The other things the USDA did, they did increase the corn production by 9 million tons and the soybean production globally by 4.2 million tons. And that's mostly a reflection of what's happening in South America here. So in terms of prices uh, for Western Canada, probably negative on the oil seeds and and neutral on the wheat side, uh, neutral to negative on the wheat side uh, from the report yesterday. What is the progress on the harvest in South America and are the yields affecting prices at all? 
Well, certainly we're starting to see an impact of that harvest in, in South America. The Brazilian harvest to date now is over that 70% mark for their soybean crops. So they're get, they've have most of it gathered now. And the yield reports from both the southern and the northern areas have been uh, very, very good. And uh, that's one of the reasons why USDA increased the production estimate there uh, up to the 108 million ton mark, uh, which is a, a record by... Uh, uh, over 10 million tons or close to 10 mi- million tons. So really, um, uh, it's a very, very large crop in, in, in Brazil. Uh, in Argentina, USDA didn't move the numbers at all, but certainly they're a little bit further behind, whereas uh, Brazil's over 70% done in terms of harvest. There's really very little harvest activity in Argentina yet. Uh, it'll be another couple of weeks before we start to see uh, the initial start to the harvest in in, in Argentina, and uh, certainly April is probably going to be a more relevant month in terms of the Argentinian harvest. Yield potential, though, does look good in Argentina. It's a, it's going to be a, a good, solid soybean crop uh, this year as well. So certainly big production this year from South America and with Brasilia, Brazil setting a record uh, record production for the entire region. So the whole impact, how much will prices drop? Or will they well, well, we're we're seeing pressure pressure on the prices right now. Um, certainly, in terms of the soybeans, we're looking at futures now that are uh, drifting down towards that ten dollar mark uh, on the new crop side of things. So, uh, certainly, uh, ten dollars U.S. In, in, on the futures. So, certainly, we should expect this pressure to remain sustained. The next report that we're looking at is the March report for the U.S. plantings or projected plantings. Uh, And again, uh, the market's expecting a large increase in U.S. soybean area. So the combination of this large crop in South America plus the potential for a record area of soybeans in the U.S. uh, aren't very friendly in the market and probably put more pressure on the uh, soybean prices globally uh, and certainly in Western Canada here as well has a knock-on impact for the canola itself. Bruce Burnett is a weather and crop analyst with G3 Canada. Collecting used grain bags and dropping them off at a collection centre is one thing, but that's only part of the process in getting rid of them. The bags are made of a very heavy plastic and don't decompose. They can be recycled, but that requires expensive shipping to recyclers out of the province or even overseas. A Kenora resident in northeastern Saskatchewan has launched a company that will collect the used bags and recycle them in Saskatchewan. Dallin Legere is the owner, co-owner, founder of EcoGenX. So we will come right out to your farm, uh, roll the bags if you haven't rolled them, or if you have rolled them, we have a trailer, we'll pick them up and we'll haul them right back to Kenora to our facility to be uh, recycled. Laguerre explains the process of recycling. We're going to be getting an industrial shredder, and they're going to be shredded down to uh, a smaller size. Um, from there, be made into pellets, and that could be remanufactured into any kind of uh, your plastic materials. Eh? So the goal is to take a grain bag and remanufacture it into something that we use every day. He says EcoGenX will offer a cheap solution with full service to recycle grain bags from across the province. There are some guys in Saskatchewan. Uh, Simply Egg is one of the uh, the companies through the, uh, I guess, the government, and their job was to find a solution to this problem. And their solution was collection sites, um, and there was 13 developed across the province, um, essentially just dump sites for farmers to bring the bags. And then from there, they were collected and sent overseas to be recycled, so it's very costly. 
the equipment needed um, to do this all in Saskatchewan is costly well, but the long-term benefits are there. Laguerre says grain bag disposal has become a huge issue as grain bags have become increasingly popular, cost-effective solution for storing grain. There's collection sites that are are coming up now for this issue, but uh, there's an abundance of bags out there that uh, there's just no place to bring them, right? So guys are burning them, they're burying them, and it's just not the answer. Currently, grain bags that have been collected are shipped out of the country for recycling. The majority go to Asia, but some are sent to the U.S. for recycling. For information on Ecogenex, you can contact Dallin Legere at 306-562-8112. The Market Update on The Source, 620 CKRM. Grain prices were mixed in early trading today. Viterra prices for feed barley fell $3 at 131.14. Canola dropped 2.20 at 4.8712. Oats rose $1.82 at 168.52. Number 1 red spring wheat went up $1.49 at 2.3638. The rest were unchanged. Durham 2.7482. Flax 4.6896. Yellow peas, $306.49. Feed wheat, $136.48. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange this morning, May wheat was up three and a quarter cents a bushel at five forty-two a bushel. The Livestock Report on the Source, 620 CKRM. This is Grant Barnett with the Market Report. Hardline Livestock here in Moose Jaw, 1700 on offer in Moose Jaw for the week ending March 10th. This yearling and cow market looked like it was fully steady. These top replacements heifers are starting to bring some pretty big money in spots. Yearling sale here Tuesday, March, every Tuesday here in March. Bread cow sale here Thursday, March 16th with dispersal of 70 good black cows. Here's what happened. These good cows are from 93 and then 99. Sales right up to $1.04 on them real high-yielding kind of cows. These hay-fed medium cows, 83 to 92. They're real good bulls. We'll bring from 126 to 134. Into the yearling market on Tuesday, 33 black and red steers, 524 at 222.75. 42, 597 weight black and red steers at 204.75. And 97 black and red steers at 191. Into the heifers, 454 weight black heifers at $1.8675. 75 black heifers, 533 at 176. And 766 tans at 158. These good replacement heifers, we had 27 red, red Brocco face heifers. They come from Hickory Corner Farms, the homegrown 771 at 175 and 50. 881 red heifers from the same outfit at 156 and 50. And we had 42 good black heifers from Rodney Williams at Crane Valley, 701 at 168. This is Grant Barnett reporting. Let's have a great afternoon. And now the latest Saskatchewan Pork Report. This is the Hams Market Commentary for Friday, March 10th. Hams sold 7,000 hogs Thursday and are expected to sell around 4,500 hogs today, selling in the range of 170 to 172 per CKG. Hog prices for the week ending Friday, March 10th are SIG 3, 168.11, SIG 4, 174.83, SIG 5, 171.47, Cash, 169.97, Britco, 166.26, Thunder Creek, 171.69, and High Life is still unavailable. 
Cash hogs today are called steady, while lean hogs are trading lower, and the Canadian dollar is up 32 basis points, trading at 0.7431 cents U.S. Cash hogs yesterday were down 80 cents per hundred weight, while the cutout was up 69 cents per hundred weight. Packer margins are currently estimated at $26 per head black. Hog slaughter this week is expected to top 2.25 million hogs, more than 3% higher than year-ago levels. The USDA released its latest export data for the month of January, which showed total exports were up 20% from year-ago levels. Jim Smalley's Agri-Weather on The Source, 620 CKRM. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today, cloudy, 60% chance of light snow, windy 30, the high minus 15 degrees, the wind chill minus 29. Tonight, periods of snow, 2 centimeters, the low minus 20, the wind chill minus 29. Saturday, a mix of sun and cloud, 30% chance of light snow, winds up to 15 kilometers per hour, the high minus 15, wind chill minus 27, the low minus 19. Sunday, periods of snow with a high of minus 13, the low minus 19. Monday, cloudy, 30% chance of flurries, the high minus 8, the low minus 10. Tuesday, sunny with a high of plus 5, the low minus 4. Wednesday, sunny with a high plus 7, the low minus 2. Thursday, sunny skies with a high of plus 7. Normal high is minus 1, the normal low minus 13. The sun rose at 7.23 this morning. It sets at 6.54 p.m. Around the province, we have Estevan minus 20, Saskatoon minus 19, Swift Current is minus 17, Weyburn minus 19, Yorkton minus 24. Cloudy in Regina, minus 19. That's two below Fahrenheit. Winds are from the east-southeast to 26, giving a wind chill right now of minus 30 degrees. The humidity is 56%. The barometer dropping 104.2. Light snow in Moose Jaw, minus 18. Winds are from the east-southeast at 22, gusting to 31. Once again, Regina cloudy, minus 19. That's two below Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.